This is the public speaker. Quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. It's not hocus pocus. For many years, psychologists have shown that detailed mental rehearsal can improve physical as well as mental performance. It's that extra edge that can help you accomplish difficult tasks and to help you deal with difficult coworkers or even family members. Today, I'll cover exactly how to visualize to improve your performance. This is part two in a mini-series, so you may want to go back and listen to part one first. This episode is brought to you by Netflix, Netflix Instant Streaming, where you can watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, on a Mac, on an iPad, iPhone, or TV. It's all streamed instantly to you by Netflix. Of course, that saves a ton of time, money, and hassle. I think it's one of the best entertainment values around. If you happen to be a fan of sci-fi, I know that they have lots of options. You can watch Supernatural, Walking Dead, MI5, Lost, X-Files, Warehouse 13, Buffy, Charmed, and even the Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica. Last night, Armando was watching on his iPad Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Of course, I had to make fun of him for that. But anyway, you can choose to watch any of those or check out any other TV series. There's thousands of them that they have available. And you can do this with a 30-day free trial. That's a free trial of Netflix instant streaming by going to netflix.com forward slash QDT. Be sure to sign up today for your free trial. Check out all the shows they've got. It's really fun. Netflix.com forward slash QDT. If you're not a current customer, this is a great opportunity to check them out. That's netflix.com forward slash QDT. As you know, last week I talked about visualization being very effective, and it's been shown to be more effective than no practice at all. But really, a combination of both mental and physical practice is the most effective. And to be clear, when I use the term visualization, I'm not talking about getting psyched up or daydreaming. What I'm talking about is creating specific images of reality in your mind. It turns out that our brain has a difficult time distinguishing between real or imagined exercise. Research by Alvaro Pascual Leon at Harvard Medical School in 2007 had participants practice a five-finger piano exercise two hours a day for five days, except Half of the group was told to only think about practicing. They had to keep their hands still. The researchers used transcranial magnetic stimulation, that's TMS, testing, and the research concluded that both forms of practice, the actual and imagined, physically changed the structure of the brain. Incredible. Incredible to me, at least. Before that, in 2004, a group of researchers from the Cleveland Clinic Foundation had a group of people practice flexing their pinky finger. Again, some did only mental practice while others did physical practice and some did nothing at all for the control group. And after 12 weeks of training, here's what they found. The group that did a physical workout, so the group that did the physical workout increased their finger strength by 53%. The group that did nothing didn't improve at all. But here's where it gets interesting. The group that only did mental practice showed an increase of 35%. So I'm hoping that I've now motivated you to want to give this a try. So how exactly do you learn how to do this? The key is specificity. Golf legend Jack Nicklaus understood the importance of visualization 
before most athletes had even heard of it. During his long career, he won 18 major championships. And when asked about the level of detail he used during his mental rehearsals, he had this to say. I never hit a shot, not even in practice, without having a very sharp, in-focus picture of it in my head. First, I see the ball where I want it to finish, nice and white and sitting up high on the bright green grass. Then the scene quickly changes, and I see the ball going there, its path, trajectory, and shape, even its behavior on landing. Then there is a sort of a fade-out, and the next scene shows me making the kind of swing that will bring the previous image into reality. That's the detail that I'm talking about. And whether you plan to use visualization to improve sports performance, to deal with speaker anxiety, or just help you with everyday experiences, here are some guidelines for making it work for you. First, find a quiet, private place to do your mental rehearsal. That is, if you can. I've done visualization exercises in my closet and in the bathroom stall. Some people visualize in a bathtub or a shower. Basically, your mind won't cooperate if you can't relax. So try to find some place where you won't be interrupted. I realize that's not always possible, so don't skip your visualization exercises just because you can't find a quiet space. I find, for me, deep breathing helps. I often tell my clients to go through some mental rehearsal while they're waiting their turn to speak. Your physical location is important, but the ability to quiet your mind wherever you are is invaluable. The second step is to visit the location of your performance. Olympic athletes often go to the race venue beforehand to practice. They do this so they know what to expect and to help them visualize their performance. For me, when it's possible, I'd like to visit the speaking location before the presentation day, or I just try to arrive early. And if none of that is possible, I have the host send me photos because for me, knowing the venue, it really makes a big difference. Visualize your performance from beginning to end. Don't miss any steps. I start by seeing myself waiting to be introduced. I imagine the face of my host. I imagine the audience, how many seats will be empty or full. I rehearse the way I walk, how tall I stand, the relaxed smile on my face. Then I walk through the entire presentation. I think about what I'm going to say, where I'm going to be standing when I say it, if I'm going to be engaging the audience, where I'll stand for that, how I'm going to engage them, my body language, my stance, everything. And I visualize a positive reaction from the audience. I don't stop until I've mentally rehearsed walking off the stage. And that brings me to a really important point that you only want to visualize positive results. Talked about that in part one of the series, but it's really important. Sports psychologists believe that visualizing incorrect techniques hurts an athlete's performance. Visualizing failure has the same effect. If you're too focused on potential problems and failures, stop the visualization exercise. Take a break. Start over. Sometimes I get distracted and have trouble sticking to the process. So I just take a break. Or sometimes I just break up the presentation into different sections and I only practice one section at a time. So really, that's it. That's all there is to it. It's not hocus pocus. It's just mental practice. I'd love to hear your experience with this. Have you tried it? Did it work? What are your experiences? Tell us in the comments. Certainly today, visualization is not just for athletes. It's for everyone, for you, for your children, for your coworkers, your boss. My hope is that you'll put this technique to use this week, maybe to calm your nerves, build self-confidence, or tackle that difficult challenge you've been putting off. 
This is Lisa B. Marshall, the public speaker, helping you lead, influence, and inspire through better communication. Your success is my business. Please don't forget our sponsor. That's Netflix Instant Streaming. You can watch thousands of TV episodes and movies on your PC, Mac, your iPhone, all stream instantly to you by Netflix, saving you time, money, and hassle. For your free 30-day trial, go to netflix.com forward slash QDT. That's netflix.com forward slash QDT. If you're looking for a daily dose of inspiration, I recommend you check out Entrepreneur on Fire. It's a new podcast from John Lee Dumas. He's had experts such as Chris Brogan, Barbara Corcoran, Tim Ferriss, Gary Vaynerchuk, and little old me. You can find it in the iTunes Top Business Podcast. That's Entrepreneur on Fire. If you have questions about how to communicate better at work, leave a voicemail at 206-350-7970 or email publicspeaker at quickanddirtytips.com. Sign up for Lisa's newsletter or get information about speeches and workshops by visiting lisabmarshall.com. You can find a transcript of this show and links to connect with Lisa at publicspeaker.quickanddirtytips.com.